three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Is This Movie Still Good? Where we look at our childhood movies and ask, is this still good? I'm Mia Gravidor, and I'm joined by Harrison, Harrison Fagan. Fagan. Oh. Okay, well, last time you awkward. didn't actually introduce me. <laughs> so, yeah. But we're here, and we're gonna... Today, I think it's my turn to pick the movie. So, yes. picking one of my favorites from childhood, Talladega Nights. You have to say the full... The, what is it? The Ballad of Ricky Bobby? Yes. The Legend of Ricky Bobby? I think it's The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Okay. Well, it's a Will Ferrell movie, most importantly. Mm, see, so, Harrison, My first Will Ferrell movie, I believe. So, I've already... Harrison has already made me watch Semi-Pro, which mm-hmm. is another Will Ferrell movie. Yep. Fucking awful. And then he also let me the, watch... The disrespect. <laughs> he also made me watch Step Brothers. And he was like, he's been ranting and raving about this movie. He's like, this movie is the epitome of comedy. It is the best thing to ever happen since nothing, because nothing has happened before it that's been good. And it's fucking awful. You like Step Brothers. <laughs> I laughed out okay, of Okay, well, anyway, we're, we're going to watch Talladega Nights. So I, I believe you have some questions for me to start off this podcast, as we always do. Once again, we are sponsored by no one. So if you would like your name here, just... Uh, just Tweet at me or send me an email. It's in my Twitter bio. Well, we will we will be sponsored by anything. Yeah. But I'd love a Casper mattress. <laughs> yeah, just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right, so what do you... So this movie came out in 2006. How old were you? It's a good question. Uh, that And I wasn't told that there would be a math portion. But I believe I was about... Yeah, I was about 15. Okay. What do you remember about this movie? I remember... I remember, I think... The vague, almost all the plot lines of this movie, just because, you know, I saw it when I was 15, so it wasn't like Air Bud, where I was a really little kid and it was very hazy. I remember, well, I don't want to give away the whole plot, but I remember that, like, he's a really good race car driver, and then he, like, he goes through some stuff and has to, like, retrain himself how to be a race car driver with his dad, who's, like, uh, who's kind of a deadbeat. Um, He also has kids. I remember his kids are really rude. Um, and I think he dates Amy Adams at some point. She's and, in this movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's in this movie. Uh, she so, so much better. And Sasha Baron Cohen is in this movie as well. As, as the Borat? Villain. Yeah, as the villain. As Borat? Well, as a French guy. French Borat. Nice. Does he wear the mankini? No. Remember when that Not was all the Not in this movie. Oh. Although I believe him and Will Ferrell kiss at one point. <laughs> Which is pretty progressive by 2006 standards. Although I guess it's like they're using it to make a joke, so I guess not really. Oh, well, well, we'll see once we watch the movie. So what do you remember liking about this movie? Okay, so as a 15-year-old, I thought that this was the funniest movie ever created. Um, I'm not sure that it's going to live up to that high standard now, the rewatching it. But I still think it's going to be funny. I, I really enjoyed Step Brothers. I really enjoy Will Ferrell. I think if you have a sense of humor, unlike Mia, then you will enjoy this movie. Although, I guess we're going to watch it and find out. Okay, well, do you think it's going to hold up? Oh, yeah, definitely. Harrison, you... That's what you just asked me. I know, but, like, Did you just ask me the same question twice? Even now, you have the humor of a 15-year-old. That's not true. I like some sophisticated things, and I have very intelligent, dry humor sometimes. What, what, What are some things that you like that are so sophisticated? Veep. You don't even laugh Arrested out loud. Development. You don't laugh, laugh out loud. I like you don't even crack a smile things. when we watch Veep. 
Huh? I like a lot of sophisticated things. But you also like Will Ferrell comedies. Will Ferrell comedies are the goat. Oh my god. Alright, well... Anyone who doesn't believe me, you can feel free to come to my house and fight me sometime, because you're wrong. Was your childhood okay? It was, uh, just get ready, because there's Adam Sandler ones coming down the pipeline, too. So, that was like, <gasps> I, I think I watched Happy Gilmore at least 200 times. No. Because I used to have a portable DVD player, and I would play that on the bus. This movie was in that rotation, too. Oh, no. I rented it from the library and was able to watch it on the bus. See, when I was your age, the ripe age of 15, I was already watching the most sophisticated films, like f- French movies and foreign films, because I was... So much better than you. Okay, sure. All right. Pretentious. Uh, All right, so we're going to get back in a couple seconds after having watched Talladega Nights. But I I think it's going to hold up. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. This is like, if you don't like this Will Ferrell movie, then you're not going to like any of his movies. Because this is one of the best ones. If I don't like this, is our relationship over? No, it's not over. I'll just judge you heavily. Okay, and with that, we're going to watch the movie. Okay, and we're back. So, surprisingly, this movie was pretty funny. Okay, thank you. I'm, I appreciate that you acknowledge that, because I thought that you were going to do the thing where you laughed the whole time, and then you were like, I hated that movie, like you usually do when I recommend movies. Well, your movies are pretty awful. All right. Anyways, so if you haven't seen Talladega Nights, I'm going to try to summarize this entire movie under one minute. Yeah, this is going to be a new thing that we try to do just so that people that didn't get a chance to watch the movie before we did the episode can kind of get caught up a little bit. And I think it'll be funnier if the person who has never seen the movie before does it. So, Mia, take it away. Uh, okay. Let me just stretch a little. Uh... Does this count as your part of the minute? No, stop. Stop. (laughs) Okay, ready? Three, two, one. So Will Ferrell is a race car driver. He is born in the back of a seat of a car. While his dad races past the hospital, he wants to go fast, always have wanted to go fast. His best friend is John C. Riley. Him and John C. Riley are in the pit crew, and all of a sudden, uh, Will Ferrell gets a chance to ride a NASCAR, and he's successful, and he marries a hot blonde wife. And then he is shown up by Borat, the Borat guy. He comes, he's French, he's gay. And um, he comes in and beats uh, Will Ferrell's ass, and then John C. Riley takes over Will Ferrell's life, and then Will Ferrell loses his mojo, and then his mojo is regained after his dad comes back and he drives in a car with the cougar. And then he doesn't beat the race with the Borat guy. John C. Riley does, but it's a great movie. Okay, bye. 50 seconds. That was really good. I feel like that was a really comprehensive synopsis. Yeah, thank you. You should write IMDb IMDb pages. I I think I should. Or Wikipedia. That was really good. It was concise. You hit all the major points. Uh Uh-huh. I enjoyed that. Good job. And I I also appreciated that you knew none of the main characters' names. (laughs) No, I I think... Yeah, no, I didn't know any of their names. It's fine. It's the Will Ferrell movie. The Will Ferrell race car movie. All right, so I think that we should break this up into three segments for this show today outside of the synopsis. So now that we've caught all of you up, I think that we're going to talk about what we thought worked, what we thought didn't, and then uh, our funniest moments from the movie. Does that work? Yeah. So what I think... What worked for you? I think what worked for me was that it was so ridiculous and so stupid, but also the humor was like actually pretty smart so it was like stupid smart yeah i mean will ferrell kind of honestly like i I was 
parts of it for me didn't hold up, and I think that's only just because, like, Will Ferrell and, you know, his comedy friends and John C. Riley and him would later go on to obviously make a lot more movies. They kind of almost pioneered this brand of, like, so dumb that it's smart and it's funny, or they were one of kind of the forerunners of that style of comedy becoming increasingly popular over the years. And so this movie, I thought, did a really good job of that. You could see, like, kind of the early them pushing that medium in that sense, and you could really see them developing, like, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, that, like, how, you know, amazing their chemistry was and why they've done several movies together since, uh, it's, you know, they, like, they play really well off of each other, that, like, improv-wise and all that stuff, you could even see it in the outtakes after the credits ran. Um, I thought the, the relation, the bromance between Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr., like, if you're a guy, and, you know, maybe for girls, too, I don't know, I don't want to, like, make it, like, a gender-specific thing, but, like, I, I feel like myself and a lot of my guy friends, we have had a friend like that who we just do dumb stuff with, and we say dumb stuff with, and no matter what the person does to make them angry, like, we're going to kind of stick with it. I, I also thought, like, outside, I thought the humor was mostly really good. There were a couple, like, cringeworthy stuff in retrospect, but we can get more into that in a minute. Um... I thought the racing scenes actually were pretty well done. Yeah, you know, for being a sport that's like, to me, is like super fucking boring. Yeah, no, even I'm I'm a huge sports guy, and I would never sit there and watch NASCAR. Yeah, no, but at least this I was like quick cuts to make it look pretty interesting, and then also I think the car crashes. It's a yeah, it's a big bonus. There were just car crashes in every race, which I mean, is not I don't, I don't think how NASCAR actually works, but I'm not gonna know. look I'm, that up. I'm just glad that you're not a NASCAR fan. So yeah. And yeah, so I, I mean, the recurring gag of him thinking that he was on fire and taking off of his clothes was hysterical, even like 10 years later. After yeah, I think movie a bunch of times, I think what the humor is, it takes something and then it takes something funny, like, oh, that's really weird and out of place. But then it takes it a step further, like uh, just the whole part of him, like thinking that he is paralyzed the entire time he's in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, but that was, uh, that was you know, that's, like, later, I think, on my, like, uh, that uh, my funniest moments is, like, that part. So I want to get more into that a little bit later. But um, also what, uh, what worked for me was the kids. Normally I'm not, like, a big fan of, like, child actors. Um, I think that, oh, like, wait, if um, they're overused, I know they can the be kids, annoying. I know the kid's name. It was Walker and Texas Ranger, TR for short. Which is fun. Like, God. that I remember thinking was funny back then even because my dad was a huge Walker, Texas Ranger fan and would play that all the time. And I thought that was, like, I thought Chuck Norris and all that was, like, the coolest action show ever created. I would not imagine it holds up now, but, you know, as a kid, I thought that was really great. So I thought that joke was funny. I thought the kids, they, like, kept them limited in scope, their lines were very quick but they were usually pretty hysterical um they were and, ruthless yeah you I know was like, like shit all right that just really hits you yeah sometimes. they just threatened to kick their grandpa on the head and <laughs> yeah. you know like they were but they were precocious at parts like the little youngest one telling his grandma like it was just funny to hear kids talking like adult terms and like they were just like not even pretending like they were writing them as children in some ways yeah like the grandma like he said like grandma you're gonna break us like a bunch of wild horses or something like that <laughs> like um and then i also I thought that it's actually somewhat relevant today because it satirizes a culture that's become increasingly influential in this country. I think that was just, and, I was just going to say that too. I think yeah. it's more of a parody of um, 
just kind of like that redneck southern kind i i personally don't know because i've lived in california all my life so i mean my family in texas it's not inaccurate of how yeah but it's a very like broad stereotype that they put in and, and it really shows the ridiculous zeitgeist of redneck america you just read that off a thing. Did you steal that? <laughs> Did you steal that from somewhere? No, it came in my head. Zeitgeist? Zeitgeist. I've never heard you say that word. I use it all the time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, we're just going to pretend that Mia didn't just plagiarize from somewhere. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's more... and it, it, It's kind of weird to see that kind of now, especially... In this day of age, where like most of the stuff is okay, yeah. It, which is, well, with how, especially with how stratified the country, like I don't know that you could make that movie today because oh, hell no, Ricky Bobby would be a Trump supporter. Oh, for sure, and for sure, like yeah, I don't know. It was just yeah. one of those things where I was sitting there the whole time, just kind of like it, it, a little bit in your head. You're just kind of like, this is a little uncomfortable. But. Yeah, there was a part in it. Where uh, Ricky Bobby and Borat were going at it in a Ricky bar. Ricky Bobby and Borat. I'm <laughs> going at it in a bar, and like Borat was saying, like, "Oh, like, like we've given you guys really good food," and then he was all like, "No, you haven't. America has better food than you guys. We got Chinese food. <laughs> we've got chimichangas. <laughs> we've got pizza." It was just—it was a loving satire of American exceptionalism. But of now, these people that are like, "We have Taco Bell." Like, yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> But now watching it now, it's like, oh, no, this is our reality. Anyway, so what do you think didn't work? Okay, so I thought that I thought that some of the uh, of the Jean-Claude Girard, no, what was his name? Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Girard? Borat. Jean Girard. It was just Jean Girard. Were not you Jean-Claude. thinking Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah, it was it was just Jean Girard was the was Borat. Borat. Um, yes. And I, I thought that some of the stuff was kind of accidentally a little homophobic like especially the closing gag of them making out at the end it's like oh haha two guys making out although also on the flip side i can see why it's fun like it's funny because it's like ricky bobby would never do like that's like you know the antithesis of who he is so out of character so it's kind of funny to throw them i thought it was mostly pretty sensitive and how it dealt with that kind of stuff but there was just a little bit of it where it was like the joke was basically haha he's gay which, yeah. like, I get it. They're taking everything to its natural extreme and, like, lampooning all of it. So it was kind of equal opportunity. But I also just feel like that's a, you know, I just feel like gay people, especially back then, like, were kind of made fun of enough as it is. And Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised. I mean, that ending with, so Ricky, or uh, Will Ferrell and Borat have, like, a kissing scene, which I thought was pretty crazy. And, like, thinking about, like, who this target audience is, definitely people who like NASCAR. Like, I'm sure watched I don't it. think that people who like NASCAR were the target audience for this movie. But it was I'm making sh- fun of them. I'm sure people went. They're like, oh, I love NASCAR. Because I'm sure there was... Finally, a- a Na- I remember Ricky Bobby. They just pretended. It was like you when I tell you, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, so-and-so is playing basketball tonight. And you're like, oh, yeah, I love them. I love Troy Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bugs Bunny. He's the greatest player out there. Oh, I'm not watching... High School Musical. I'll just say that now. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I think the gay, the homophobic kind of thing was a little like. Mm. But again, it was a different time, and I honestly like. I think that they meant it in like, uh, like a kind of a loving way. So I think I don't know. 
yeah, I don't know. It was it was a mixed bag for me. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a joke that used the R word. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to. But he... Yeah, yeah. at some point they say it. One of the like, children you know, said, you know, it's a seven-letter R word. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. With someone with mental disability. Yes. Okay. And I think I think people get the point. Yeah, I think so. Um, that was thrown around. Uh, there was which some... again, it was 2007. It was a different time. No, don't try to excuse it. I'm not excusing it. It's just you have to understand that, like, you you can't just go back and like dunk on old movies when like societal standards were different. It doesn't make it okay, but mm-hmm. it's like it was a different time. Like, you know, they would probably not throw that in a movie today. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't make that child a bad person for reading the line then. Yeah, and the fact that like. There was kind of like a xenophobia kind of way of thinking when Borat's character came in. Oh, like, I don't know. I I thought I, see, see, no, but but the thing is, is that like it wasn't like a bad thing to be like that, you know? Like I thought they, I felt like the movie was doing that as a way to make fun of the idea that you would be xenophobic like that and be like so opposed to this person because they like crepes. Oh, finally got that grape skin out on my teeth. I've been working on it for like. This whole time. Really glad that you just shared that with all the audience. (laughs) I guess I'm just going to move right on. So I felt like, uh, I felt like some of the humor, like like we kind of, you know, it mostly worked, but I felt like you could see it was dated a little bit. Some of the, we're just going to say the most random thing and see if it gets a laugh. You're not going to hit a hundred percent of those. And I felt like some of them just kind of fell a little flat. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, what I thought the funniest part... Oh, she's reading off the sheet again, so here comes some more plagiarism. No, Um, I wrote this down. Oh, you wrote the... Okay, sure, yeah. Um... You can't see me, but I'm winking right now. (laughs) There was a joke that he asked Borat, and he's like, what are you, French? And then Borat says, we, as in, yes, in French. And then Will Ferrell's like, no, we're not French. It's only you that's French. (laughs) Just, I don't know, jokes like that. And the whole bit... you the, just laughed while I you were know, retelling it. I was saying it was funny. Okay. And then the whole bit about when they were saying grace at, at the table and he kept calling it baby uh, The The baby, baby Jesus, Jesus thing went on a little too long. A little too long, but it was pretty funny. Um, this is supposed to be what doesn't work. I thought we were talking about the funny scenes. Now. Oh, are we moving on to funniest moments? Hell okay, yeah, all right. Well, we didn't give anyone any audio transition cues that that's what we were. This is the part where we talk about where things are funny. Here we go. Anyways, <laughs> um, the cougar in the back, um, he was just like a throwaway joke, but it was really quick. But he, he was just like, get down, Karen. He, like, yeah. he named the cougar Karen. <laughs> I was just, just stupid shit like that. Uh, I got one more. The whole knife scene cracked me up. Where <laughs> yes, that was on my list too. Okay, good. Because where Ricky Bobby or Will Ferrell or the same, same difference. Um, he thinks he's paralyzed and his friends are trying to convince him, no, you're not. And he's like, yes, I am. I'm going to stick this knife in my leg because I'm not going to feel he's a like, thing. Yeah, you want to see my reality? And he just like stabbed himself <laughs> in the leg. Yeah. And just like a bunch of screaming. And, and then they're trying like, to get the yeah. like knife out. And Yeah, the improv lines on the like, okay, we're just going to take a second knife and try and cut around it was incredible. Cut around the meat. And he's like, maybe if we use another knife to like <laughs> to pry it out. This is just stupid, stupid. But it's funny and I like, I feel bad admitting because i am above all this humor all the humor that you like but i did laugh at some points i know mia (laughs) what poop (laughs) yeah you're really above all this humor (laughs) 
Um, You're really above all this humor. So the the stab knife in the leg, also along those lines, on like in that same scene with Michael Clark Duncan. After so him and John C. Riley's character, Cal Naughton Jr. are uh, are talking to Will, are talking to Ricky in the hospital, and they decide to tell him that he's not actually paralyzed. After we see a whole basketball scene of the of the doctor saying that it's all asymptomatic, and Ricky Bobby's like kicking with his legs, playing wheelchair basketball, and um and they're up there and they're talking. They reveal to him that he's not paralyzed. And he just starts telling him, he's like, I hope you have a beautiful son. I hope that he's successful and talented at sports and he's headed somewhere. And then he has his legs taken away from him. And every Michael Clark Duncan screaming, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby, is an iconic line in movie history and maybe one of his best performances. Were you the type of person that like you and your friend saw this movie and like you would just say like, lines from the movie i still quote don't you put that evil on me on twitter i remember everyone at my school when they watched it i wasn't allowed to watch it because it was a uh because you were homeschooled no i wasn't my parents never let me watch it but um people were always saying the line like i'm all jacked up on mountain dew or like i'm gonna come after you like a spider monkey that was like the two lines that i remember that must have been obnoxious oh man it was it was oh and then it was like the other line was like when he was running around in his underwear thinking he was on fire and he was like, help me, Oprah, help me. That Tom was Cruise. funny. I remember people saying that as yeah, well, too. And then the whole, the whole shake and bake, I remember that around my school. But, like, what is shake and bake? Wait, are you serious? Yeah, what is it? I thought it was, like, maybe, like, a dance move or something. But, like. Are you serious? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> you don't know what. Okay, so shake and bake, for those of you that don't know, is it's basically like it comes in like it looks like a craft instant mac and cheese box and you pull it out and there's like a ziploc bag in there and then like this paper thing that looks like it's for hot cocoa but it's not for hot cocoa so you like rip it open and you pour it into the plastic bag and then you like dip your chicken breast in some milk and then you throw it into the bag and then you roll the bag mm. shut the plastic bag mm. with the with the with the coating in it and you shake it around so you shake and then you put it in the pan and you bake it or not a pan, like the, yeah, like a baking pan. And then you put it in the oven and you bake it for like 18 minutes and you got baked chicken. What kind of white nonsense is this? <laughs> that My sounds dad, disgusting. It's actually pretty good. No. No. If you should try it. You probably time. didn't put any seasoning on that shit, did you? Didn't you? You're yeah, like, the, yeah, the, we're going to take it, it all the way seasoning. out. It has seasoning mixed in. What seasoning? Fucking flour? I don't know. That's some bland seasoning, probably. Uh, it was pretty good. You'd probably like it. Mm-mm. Um, I'll have my dad make you some. My dad used to make that all the time when no, I was a kid. You. He taught me I'm how good. to make it. No, I'm It's very good. easy. No, it's He used it's to good. make it to get him all the way through grad school. I'm, I'm Shake told. and Bake, it has like a fond, like, I think that was my dad's favorite part of the movie, was just them mentioning Shake and Bake. <laughs> He's all, when he took me to see it. Stomach gets rumbling, like, ooh. Like, oh, you know what I'm in the mood for? Some <laughs> Shake and Bake. Um, I'm sorry, dad. So... <laughs> Uh, what else? I, I, I thought one of the funniest lines of the movie also was, uh, if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Because, <laughs> like, so that was an amazing product placement by Big Red. Big like, Red's probably get... like, yes, say this Big, line. I, would wa- I wonder how much dollar value Big Red got out of that advertisement. Oh, probably because so it's gotta much. it's got to be crazy. Cause People are like, oh, whoa, line. fuck me. No, 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 no. I'm going to go eat I'm some I'm going to go red. chew some Big Red. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and then what, getting back on the topic of the kids my favorite line from them was uh you know other than hopped up on mountain dew and come at you with like classics i I thought that honestly their funniest line the one that made me laugh the hardest this time was when one of the kids as he was racing jean gerard the first time one of his kids screams at him send that weird man back to indonesia (laughs) which is just like 
a perfect encapsulation for how much of the South treats people from, you know, other countries. They're just what, like, yeah, they're all from Indonesia. What I liked and about... And I can say that because I have family from Texas and that is how they talk, so... Thank you. Um, what I liked about some of the characters in this movie is that they're just given no background besides um will ferrell but like no one's given a background on why the way they are it's just this is how they yeah, are no, cal Naughton's just like his weird friend that also like racing and posing in playgirl yeah that was <laughs> i forgot about just like that. as he's like fade as as that scene is fading out i spread i spread my butt cheeks <laughs> weird shit just like weird characteristics it's just like oh okay no explanation all right i'm here for this so long story short i think it's still whole i think should we rate the movies like scale one to ten should we give them an a two thumbs up should we come up with a rating scale Eh, it'll be next episode okay where's the cat oh okay all right um so do you think this still holds up in your mind? Oh yeah. I think it definitely holds up. I you were laughing and you had never seen it before. I was laughing and I've seen it probably twenty times. Not twenty times, maybe ten. But I, I still, still think it's really good. I still don't like stepbrothers. Okay, that's fine, but that's not <laughs> this is not stepbrothers. I don't like stepbrothers. It's part of the stepbrother cinematic universe. No. <laughs> anyway. The Feral see you. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us for our third episode. Thanks for sticking for us with us that long. On take three. On take Although none of you know that of the second uh, of the second segment. Oh man. Yeah, we don't need they don't need to know about yeah, it. Yeah, the lost episodes. <laughs> They're all deleted. Um, but yeah, all of you two listeners out there, thanks a lot. Mom. Uh, next week is my Mother's Day. Yeah, oh happy Mother's Day. This will probably go up on Mother's Day. Um Ah, uh, yes, the famous Mother's Day Talladega Nights tradition, the, the crossover <laughs> a cla- audience. A classic. A classic combination, <laughs> like shake and bake. Ugh, gross. Anyways, uh, next week, or when we ever get the chance to do this again, it's my movie, and I've already picked it out, and it's got to do, it's got to, this movie has to, this movie. Did you decide which movie? Yeah, I did. Which one? Um, it's a little movie with uh, Mike Myers dressed up as a cat. Oh God! I thought it was you were gonna say Halloween. I was like, you were a really messed up childhood. No. first of all, that's okay. Michael. That's no Mike Myers. Like the Austin Powers, like Shrek guy. Okay, that's less. Well, dressed up as a cat. That's a little scary. That's kind of scary. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're watching what Cat in the Hat. Yep. Yeah, Live right. action. Oh God. All right. I'm not ready for this. Until then, shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby.